When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. What's going on, Broncos country? If we were able to make it past a Sunday where... Once again, this is now back-to-back Sundays that the Broncos did not lose a football game. So let's all take solace in that fact. Um, also, we were able to take solace in the fact that uh, while although I might not be illicitly praying on the Raiders' downfall, I sure have not been praying against it. And uh, oh boy, it definitely looks like we might be seeing that. And also, you know, just to make us even more happier is, is Broncos fans seeing the downfall. And once again, well... I don't know. Can you really call it the downfall or can you call it the uh, returning to the ground uh, for the career? That is Mike McDaniels because, um, or sorry, uh, Josh McDaniels. Mike McDaniels is the one doing good stuff. Uh, oh, man. But the Raiders suck and they've now blown, was at three 17-point leads this season, which is tied for a NFL record. Um, and there's still plenty of time for them to... Uh, to go even worse and to be able to break that record so it's going to be a good time um this week was awesome um uh, for you know especially that early say the games was fantastic didn't have to worry about the didn't have that added stress of having to watch the broncos or do you want to call it stress do you want to call it anxiety do you want to call it depression i really don't know what we're going to get each week because it's almost always something new from this team um but it was a great week unless you're like me and you're playing against Joe Mixon in your fantasy football league because I am, was was good enough to um, you know, only lose by 10 even with Joe Mixon putting up 70 points, which is ridiculous. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, what we have on site for you today is going through a bit of an AFC West 
roundup. We got some great news from Tim Patrick himself on his rehab for his torn ACL. Um, we're going to take a look at a uh, uni poll on the uh, from the Broncos wire for the blue and white ones. You guys really surprised me with your answer here. And the Broncos are getting some uh, may be able to get some good relief here against the Titans. Some extra uh, you know padding when it comes to pass rushing. And George Payton um, speaks on Nathaniel Hackett and play calling. Um, but uh, we're going to hop into first here is that AFC roundup. But before we get started on that, you of course find us all at milehighreport.com. Tons of awesome articles daily there. You can find our uh, podcasting network on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there. Um, thank you so much. If you're tuning in live to this show, um, this horse edition of Horse Tracks Live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, and of course, if you're just listening to watching maybe the replay of this on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in still. Or if you're listening to the podcast audio version of this, um, a little bit later in the day you guys are awesome thank you so much um go ahead join us uh, feel free to sound off in the live chat here as well always um interested in seeing what you guys have to say at any point of the show i will respond to you don't you worry about that one uh but let's go ahead just take a look at the state of the afc west because you know this is still such a weird division i was expecting it to be a lot better i guess i was also expecting the broncos and the raiders to be a lot better than where they are and not having five wins combined um the chargers are still looking uh, fairly pretty oh real quick thank you was a snug marine for the follow you are awesome i hope you're having a great day um feel free to stick around for the rest of the season appreciate the heck out of you um but the Chargers still sitting there, five and three, just a um, game out of the lead, or at least a tie for the division. Um, the, oh man, we were so close to seeing the Chiefs drop one last night, but the uh, Titans, of course, had to blow it and let us all down. Um, they're late because Patrick Mahomes is a freaking menace. Travis Kelsey still a menace, um, and Malik Willis. He's not there yet. That's for dang sure. Uh, a lot of people have been able to put points up on the Chiefs. That was not the Titans. Well, that was everyone on the Titans besides Derrick Henry, at least. Um, and we got to see the Chargers. They barely edged one out in um, over in Atlanta as well. Uh, they're one of, was it, I think it was uh, four games. Yes, uh, one of four games, at least so far this week, we still have the Ravens in Saints game tonight, um, that ended with a final score of 20-17, to 17. Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs were two of those, um, the Chargers had a really tightly contested game um, against the Falcons, with them just being able to get that field goal there at the end, um, getting a little bit lucky, they put up, um, they were trailing um, in the fourth quarter of uh, 17-14, they were able to put up a couple of field goals um, in the fourth quarter to uh, go on to win that game. So, once again, Chargers get lucky. And once again, Austin Eckler looking pretty for my fantasy lineup. Um, and then, of course, like I uh, um, already kind of alluded to, we saw a massive collapse of the Las Vegas Raiders. This was the third time this season where... They blew a 17-point lead. This time, it was to the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, with the Jags putting up uh, 10 points in the fourth quarter, 17 points unanswered in the second half. The Raiders were shut out um, in the third and fourth quarter after putting up 20 points um, by by halftime. So, uh, gorgeous, 
Beautiful. I love to see it. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of insight onto where Raider Nation is currently sitting. Uh, one of my best uh, one of my best boys, he is a hardcore Raider fan. So obviously we carry some beef in and out of each week. Um, he's been able to get the upper hand on me when it comes to the Broncos Raiders playing each other over the last uh, number of seasons. So that's been disappointing. But, you know, it is what it is at this point. But he uh, is um, just... I'd say pissed, outraged, just, um, if he's any, he's a fairly level-headed fan as well from what I've seen out of the Raiders, and he is on board with, um, sending Derek Carr out of there, um, I, I'd take a look at the contract, even though he signed that massive extension this offseason, um, but there might be a way where they could cut him without taking too much of a dead cap hit, so I don't think the Raiders move on from Derek Carr anytime soon, um, just knowing where that the state of that franchise uh but at the same time that's kind of where raider nation is sitting right now they do not want Derek carr um that defense was embarrassing and the only bright spot was Devonte adams this week last week he was far from that bright spot it's normally been josh jacobs who still had himself a decent game um but i would blame this more on their head coach being a freaking moron um and i think uh, dude josh mcdaniels is just bad i mean i think he's the raiders are um at two two fifty winning percentage right now i think that's mcdaniels is um pretty much around where mcdaniels is at as well as a coach um and even the aforementioned um Devonte adams called him out after the game and said um and uh, when it comes to maybe stubbornness or overthinking when it comes to play calling uh, and making adjustments uh Javante Adams after the game, quote, it's plain to see. So your star player wants, uh, is already fed up with that coach. I don't think uh, McDaniels makes it through the season. Um, Hackett's going to be coaching longer um, for his current team than Mike McDaniels is. And I don't think that's that much of an overreaction there. But that's uh, just kind of say the AFC West. Luckily, the Broncos are in the basement because the Raiders are managing to suck even more than the Broncos are at this point. Um, but we still have the Chargers, which are a good team, and the Chiefs, which still seem like they are the best team in the league, especially with the Bills losing. Um, I don't know, man. Adjusted power rankings come out tomorrow. There's my plug. I'll be dropping the, the league-wide 32-team power rankings um, tomorrow morning at milehighreport.com. So go ahead stay tuned for that one because that's going to be fun there. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on into a little bit of Broncos news uh, because we have a uh, recent quote on George Payton speaking on Hackett and his play calling. Um, and it's not going to be good news for us Broncos fans. It's pretty much going to be the same old that we've been seeing for a while now. Um, so uh, when it comes to George Payton uh, speaking on Hackett, um and whether the head coach should give a play calling he said on um he said quote those decisions are nathaniel's if nathaniel nathaniel thinks that change here and there is going to make us a better football team obviously he'll make that change again that's up to nathaniel and i'm confident in nathaniel so Patton is squeezing hack to give a play calling he's not going to i don't think the broncos are going to fire anyone i don't think hackett's going to fire like any of his subordinates um no need to have a scapegoat um and uh Peyton also said that um that it's good for everyone to kind of get away and take a breath and speak on the bye week here um 
and he also says uh, i believe in nathaniel as i said in london they're going to work the next couple of days and we're all going to work they're going to do quality control i believe in nathaniel's coaches and we're going to figure this out i like the way we're trending we beat a good jacksonville is a talented football team i believe in our coaching staff now um this is uh, pretty kind of what you would have to expect from Nathaniel Hackett at this point, especially given what he was saying or from George Payton at this point, especially what he was saying about Nathaniel Hackett um, before that game in London. Hackett has um, the support of the GM. Definitely not throwing a show. <laughs> Jeez, those quotes were fun to read. Um, but uh, Peyton's clearly back in Hackett right now. Um, this is why I believe Hackett, it's just another reason why Hackett is going to be the coach through the end of the season and then um, be fired. Um, and it's, man, I, I just, mm, I'm just a little worried. Just a little worried here. Um, I would wish Peyton was a little bit more, I guess, staunch on the current play calling situation because this quote is still part of a whole lot of nothing that we've seen when it comes to play calling so far this uh, this year honestly this um sounds almost like a nathaniel hackett quote him uh, uh you know it's in itself um just saying they're going to do quality control we're going to work we're going to reassess we're going to reevaluate i don't think it's an issue that sounds like exactly from hackett's mouth so um I kind of am not a fan of this quote. Of course, let me know what you guys think as well. Um, this makes me a little bit concerned, but also I don't think it's anything crazy to read into um, at the same time. So not the worst, but definitely not the best. Um, then also some more news uh, for the Denver Broncos is that uh, they may be gaining some relief at the defensive and pass rushing position for their um kind of daunting matchup against the Tennessee Titans this coming Sunday um, because from Mike Kliss, um, he tweeted earlier this morning um, that with Bradley Chubb gone to Miami and Randy Gregory likely to miss one more game or two, the Broncos will try to get Baron Browning, of course, has a hip flexor injury back this week, but it will be close. Right now, it looks like the, the core that we're going to be rolling with is Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, and Jacob Martin. They are all ready to go out that outside linebacker position. So, while this is a decent pass rush, um, and uh, one thing that we saw too, I mean, we saw Draymond Jones there in the middle as well. Um, and the one thing that gives me a little bit of confidence, of course, this this is, like I said earlier, this is a daunting matchup against the Tennessee Titans, especially since they're able to hold the Chiefs to 10 points less than their season average, 17 points. That's a um, pretty hard feat to accomplish. Um, and... So they obviously have a solid defense. Their offensive line is probably pretty similar to the Broncos because it just is in shambles and did not look good. So especially if Baron Browning is able to be healthy for this week, oh boy, the Broncos will be able to get all over Malik Willis, keep him dancing in the pocket like he was doing on Sunday Night Football, um, then hopefully missing his, either missing his wide receivers on the field or his wide receivers are going still going to have bricks for hands and drop every single pass and not do him a, a lick of good. Um, I, I almost felt bad. Um, almost felt bad for Malik Willis watching that game. Of course, a lot of self-imposed um, issues, but also the offensive line got him killed, and that wide receiver core did him no good as well. Um, so, good news. Hopefully, Baron Bryan is back, um, because if he is, I'd like the Broncos' chances in this game a lot better 
a lot better. Um, if the Broncos could just get after Malik Willis, keep the Titans to 14 points or less, then, you know, the Broncos have, have a chance in this game because, you know, with their average of 15.1 points per game, oh boy, um, just just keep the Titans to 14, right? Is that is that the game plan here? Uh, oh, I hate where this offense is at. <laughs> and, and I know you guys all do too. Uh, oh boy. Um, but one thing I want to jump into next is that it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Broncos, we might have our uniform of the future, and I really hope not. Um, so, of course, this is um, coming from uh, uh, Broncos Wire. Um, so, this is in from one ourselves, so I can't call you guys out specifically, but I can call out Broncos country as a whole for for their, their decisions in, in this poll because... Man, I, I really disagree with you guys here. Uh, in fact, I can bring up uh, maybe what you guys had specifically over from the Instagram. This is, um, we're talking about that dreaded blue in blue pants, white jersey combo that the Broncos wore in London. Here, let me find my ar- story archive here. Um, because um, Broncos Wire ran a poll um, and talking about if the Denver um, should they, uh, ever break out the white jerseys and the blue pants again. And taking a look at the results, um, uh, the majority of you, 33.4% of you, at least the, if you vote on this one, I'm calling you out. Like, like don't, don't get me wrong. I am calling you out for this one. Um, but for those that didn't vote in this poll, you can just be, be annoyed with the rest of Broncos country. Um, or, in fact, you guys kind of agreed on this too. So maybe I'm in the minority here. Maybe I'm in the minority that I don't like this combo because 33.4% of you said love it, use it often. 28% of us said hate it, never use it again. 27% said it's grown on me, use it sporadically. Now that is one of the answers that I, I I'm okay with that. I'm okay if they use this just say once in a blue moon. Sure, not the worst thing, but use it often. No, um, especially like one thing I'll get after you guys on. Um, you said that uh, on the Instagram poll that I had up a couple weeks ago. Do you like the new combo? 54% of you said yes. So. You guys, you guys, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? No, stop it. Get some help. This isn't a uniform combo. Now, I, I, I mean, if, if you take a look at my daily fashion, I know my fiance would tell you, um, 
it's atrocious. Um, one thing I do say that I do a really good job at is I have a flannel for every day of the week. Um, so I have that on rotation, but that's pretty much my whole kind of style when it comes to fashion. So maybe I'm just behind on all this, but, but I think you guys rock on this one. I think it, I think it looks stupid. Um, just, just do all white is clean. The all blues clean, orange on white clean, all orange clean. White on blue, no. Okay, now I think the line we would really have to draw is if they tried to do blue on white. Blue jersey, white pants. Huh. No, that wouldn't be good. Honestly, the only mismatched color combination I like, I used to, when I used to play Madden, um, back when the game was still playable, not just total trash like it is now, what I would do is I had the Broncos orange jersey with the blue pants. Now that is a combo that we can take a look at for sure. That's what I would invest some time and resources into. But white on blue, gotta go, please, you guys. Uh, ch change your opinions on fashion when it comes to this, um, because I, I just, I just don't like it, man. Um, no, 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 thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I'll get off my high horse when it comes to fashion, I, uh, I guess. Um, and uh, one of the things we're going to hop into now, um, kind of just to round out um, this show, is you. if you guys know me, if you listen to any podcasts, maybe read some of the articles, listen to these live streams, you know, uh, especially looked at the Instagram. Oh, boy, I you guys in the comments, uh, maybe not you guys specifically, but those comments, man, they try to bring me down, but ain't nothing going to hold me back because I like to be the I like to just use the power of positivity on this world. I think we need a more, and I think we need more, especially when it comes to our Denver Broncos, because boy, they can use any bit of help they can get right now. And that starts with just being optimistic. So what I have for you guys is just post by week optimism. We got a few things we can take a look for uh, for that. Um, also, thank you so much, Jay Park 33 Thanks for following. Man, you guys have been great today. Um, yeah, really appreciate you. Whether you guys um, follow during the stream or when I, I see you guys and when, and when you follow, maybe when we're offline as well. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. If you're just listening on the podcast right now, do yourself a favor. Go on over to twitch.tv underscore mh or uh, no, no, twitch.tv slash mhr underscore live. Go ahead, drop a follow. Totally free, you know? Yeah, you know, let's let's just do that. Um, we're going to blow up on, on Twitch, and we're going to take over Broncos country. Let's ride. Of course, right? Oh, man, I know how you guys feel when it comes to that saying. <laughs> You, that, you can divide the Broncos fan base just by saying um, four words. It's it's really glorious, in fact. Um, but, boom, let's do it. Let's be positive. I got a few things that we can take a look at. Um, you know, just just good news. Things that we could look forward to post by week. And one thing we could take a, um, um, we could be happy about is that the Broncos offense line is almost guaranteed to be an improved unit starting on Sunday because Graham Glasgow is going to be the new center for the future, um, at least for another two, three weeks, and hopefully he's going to be this for the rest of the season. Um, and this is, of course, good news to everyone out there um, because Lloyd Cushenberry the third has not been working out, especially with his um, grade of just a 56.2 uh, according to PFF this season. It's being penalized for six. Is penalized six times this year. He can't run block. He can't pass block. 
He's just not the answer at center. Graham Glasgow has a season, full season under him at center when he was with the Lions. Uh, he's been playing mostly go with the Broncos, but we even saw in the Jags game that the Broncos offense line was visibly improved when Glasgow took over um, at the ball holding position. Um, so hopefully that's something the Broncos do in the future. Uh, hopefully he just stays there because although he's not the best offensive lineman, I'm not trying to say that at all, but I still think that he's going to be a really solid guy to have there, um, at least more solid and at least a step up from where we were. Another reason to be positive about this is because you know, let's just be honest with ourselves. It's hard to get worse. The Broncos are 30th in, in total offense, right? At least from offense perspective. is a defensive perspective. Um, they're near the top of the league in pretty much every metric. So that's really, really cool to see. Um, but at least offensively, it's hard for this to get worse. It's hard for the coaching situation to get worse. It's hard for the play calling to get worse. It, it seems like the Broncos can only... I, I don't want to jinx anything. For, for you guys, superstitious. You hear that? Just knocking my desk right there. It's a wooden desk. And somehow didn't pay an arm of the league. It's gaining even designs for this one. And no, we are not sponsored by them because um, I don't think they even like, care. But also, most of your stuff is extremely overpriced and kind of stupid. Just like pretty much every furniture. But there's my furniture rent for the day. I'm sure you guys weren't expecting to hear something on that one. I know I wasn't expecting to talk about that. Um, but Russell Wilson looks like he's starting to see the field a little bit better. Looks like things might be getting acclimated. Um, it looks like the Broncos receiving core is really coming along. Greg Dulcich really coming along. Uh, Baron Browning, one of the best pass rushers in the league um, in terms of pressure rates. And so is Nick Benito as well. So, positive there. Uh, the Broncos running court is going to get a little bit better. I'm really curious to see how Chase Edmonds and what kind of factor he plays in the Broncos running court here. Um, just between Latavius Murray, who's been surprisingly good so far. He's been like a pretty solid signing up to this point. Um, also, shout out to him for being the first player in NFL history for scoring a touchdown in two London games on different teams. That's a cool stat, and that's one that's going to be really, really hard to repeat um, as well. So you have him, you have Melvin Gordon, and now you're going with Chase Edmonds. I think that's a pretty good backfield, um, especially considering where the Broncos were maybe a couple of weeks ago. That's good news. And in more good news, like I said, they're only 30th in the league when it comes to a, a total offense or, or a points per game. There are now two teams that are um, below them, and that is something kind of crazy because the Broncos are only averaging 15.1 points per game, which um, it's not good. It's not good. Not good at all, um, especially on the other side of the coin where the Chiefs are averaging like 30.4, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, but the Broncos is now 30th because, yeah, the Steelers behind them at 15 points per game and behind them now after only scoring three points this week, you got the Indianapolis Colts who are now Frank Reichless, who... To be honest, Broncos are probably going to have to take a look at bringing him in next season. If Sean Payton is just impossible to get, Frank Reich, really not that bad. He could be a good coach. He could fill in well. It doesn't help that he was given Sam Ellinger, Matt Ryan, and Carson Wentz to work with and was still managing to win football games somehow. How he did that, beyond me. All right. Um, so, the Broncos, not the worst, positive. Uh, by a week might let this offense look prepared for once. One thing that we've kind of noticed in a lot of these games is they're 
the Broncos just don't look prepared for what they're facing, at least the uh, the um, offense, what they're going to be facing defensively, um, certain packages, certain route combinations, certain just plays in general. The Broncos offense looks disheveled. They look out of sync. They look like they didn't get enough practice, essentially. So fingers crossed that they actually look like they did something in practice this week. Um, I guess it's a little bit opposite of Vic Fangio's practices he ran where those were just pretty much cutthroat. Um, Hackett, you brought it back a little bit too hard. Let's let's go ahead and let's actually get prepared during the week of practice. Crazy, crazy thought I know, but that's where we are with the Denver Broncos right now. Um, and for all you guys that just want Hackett gone immediately or uh, maybe just see him being fired in general, just maybe just general, not fans pack it. If anything, if anything, we are now a week closer to him either giving a play calling or just being fired. We're a week closer. All right, so if that's all you're looking forward to at this point of the season, we're closer there than we were before the bye week. So congrats. Let's be positive about that one. And the biggest thing I think we have to be optimistic is because this, although this player might not have any impact on the Broncos offense this year, next year, this receiving core could be freaking lethal because we have good news from Tim Patrick. Um, of course, last year, we talked about Isil Gerthus, one of the most, if not the most underrated wide receiver in the entire NFL. It is Tim Patrick. We have some good news from him. From him directly, he has tweeted that he is ahead of schedule when it comes to rehab. Now, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. He's not going to be healthy for this season. If Even if he was, I think it'd be stupid and pointless to bring him back this season um, because what, what we're playing for, all right? But we have good news from Tim Patrick himself. Rehab's going ahead of schedule. So, honestly, we're like full steam ahead on a stacked receiving core for the Broncos next year for an improved Russell Wilson for next year. More comfortable offense, more comfortable team, probably a better head coach, a better play caller, a better offense in general, hopefully still the same defense. It's a really, really young defensive core that the Broncos are building here. Who knows um, what they're going to do with that, for, with that first round draft pick now. Um, the Broncos, we have reason to be optimistic for next season. That's for dang sure. You guys, I'm really trying to do my best here. I hope that wasn't too depressing. I know it might have come off as that, but I really, I don't want it to be. I'm just trying to find reasons to enjoy this uh, Broncos team. And of course, um, reasons to root for the Niners to lose the rest of the season. Yeah, let, let's get a better first round pick. All right, guys, do us a favor. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and root for that one. But uh, ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to pretty much wrap it for us here for this edition of Horse Tracks Live on Twitch with the Mile High Report. Of course, I've been Ross. We are everywhere. Uh, we are on all social media platforms, pretty much Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you already have an account on either of those sites, go ahead and drop us a follow at Mile High Report. If you do not have a social media, do not create one for us. Do not create one in general. It's not a good thing to be on. Um, it's kind of like Hotel California. Either I need to be active on there to help grow my I guess brand and my high report brand. Uh, but if you're not on there, stay off of it. It's going to do a whole lot of good. And that's the thing I've been preaching pretty much every single week, I guess. Uh, but you can also go on over to milehighreport.com. You only need a social media account for that. Go on over to milehighreport.com 
and you can check out tons of awesome articles dropping daily. Um, it's a bit quieter from this weekend, you know, because of the bike, but it's going to get right back on that horse and, uh, uh, and ramp back up for this game against the Tennessee Titans. Um, personal plug, you can find my article over um, uh, tomorrow, every Tuesday, Power Rankings, and every week after we have a game on Wednesdays, overreactions drop as well. Get some great responses from the staff here at Mile High Report. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you um, tune in live on Twitch, we're every Monday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, or whether you're just watching the replay on Twitch, or if you're uh, li- to listening to the audio version on any podcasting site that you currently are on. For whoever you're on right now, go ahead and follow, um, follow us on Twitch. If you haven't yet, go ahead um, Go out, have a great day, do something good um, for the community around you, and uh, go Broncos!